Welcome, everyone, and thank you for accepting our invitation for this Bible study and reflection for May 4th, 2022. Let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Let us pray. Almighty and most gracious God, we thank you for your holy word, where your Son is revealed. And Lord, we thank you for the Holy Spirit that activates your word and the good news of Jesus Christ and motivates us to serve others and share your love with everyone. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I know you've heard the saying, give credit where credit is due. And that is something I certainly try to do. So I try to do that, but however, I know I don't do it all the time. In preparation for today's Bible study and reflection, I searched for passages in the Bible that address bragging and boasting and the importance of remembering who to give credit to. In these passages, you'll hear God speaking through the prophet Jeremiah, as well as the psalmist giving thanks and credit to God, as well as St. Paul's thoughts about being boastful. I'll begin with Jeremiah chapter 9, verses 23 through 24. This is what the Lord says. Let not the wise boast of their wisdom, or the strong boast of their strength, or the rich boast of their riches. But let the one who boasts boast about this, that they have the understanding to know me, that I am the Lord who exercises kindness justice, and righteousness on earth. For in these I delight, declared the Lord. And now a reading from 1 Corinthians in one of Paul's letters to the church there in Corinth. And this is 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 28 through 31. God chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are, so that no one may boast before him. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God, that is, our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. And now from the psalmist regarding boasting. And this is from Psalm 44, verses 6 through 8. I put no trust in my bow. My sword does not bring me victory, but you give us victory over our enemies. You put our adversaries to shame. In God, we make our boast all day long, and we will praise your name forever. And one more from Paul in his letter to the Romans. And this is uh, Romans chapter 15, verses 17 through 18a. In Christ Jesus, then, I have reason to boast of my work for God, for I will not venture to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me. Now, with that as a background, today I'm going to give you an update on my friend that I met about six months ago in Brevard, North Carolina, behind the Ingalls Grocery Store. 
If you recall, I was on a family vacation and had gone to Ingalls, the grocery shop, and while I was there, I was going to walk around the shopping center because it was a little flatter than the hills. I was, I was basically avoiding the hills at the rental house where we were. On my morning walk, I met Joe, who was at the time was homeless. Was that meeting accidental or divine in nature? You know, Joe and I have talked about that uh, several times in the past six months, and both of us believe it was none other than the hand of God that brought us together that morning. Not only does Jesus prepare a place for us, but he is preparing us for chance meetings such as this. I'm sure you're all familiar with the two-part epoxy. There's one part that needs an activator. And that's kind of the way that God's word works in us. We hear it, we read it, we see it. And then the Holy Spirit activates that word in us for his service. And what does that fruit of activation look like? You know, we want to make the fruit the flavor that we most enjoy, but quite often it turns out to be something totally different. Think of the people that Jesus was drawn to, the downtrodden, the widows, the orphans, the marginalized, tax collectors, prostitutes, the sick, the demon-possessed, and I could go on and on. The bottom line is the fruit we wanted to activate in you and me is not necessarily being with the people we feel comfortable with on a day-to-day basis, but it's reaching out to the people that are hurting and could use a kind word. Is that always comfortable? No, it's not. But that is part of how he is preparing us to interact with those folks that we would normally reject and pass by. I'll be perfectly honest with you. It's very difficult for me to tell stories like this without feeling like I'm patting myself on the back. I'm not. Full credit goes to being prepared by Jesus for service to others. Okay, so you might ask, where am I going with this line of reasoning and thought process about giving credit, taking credit? Great question. I want to circle back to Joe, the guy I met six months ago. And like I said, at the time he was homeless, and thank goodness he's not now. Without having Christ in my life, I I may never have acknowledged Joe that morning I saw him. He and I have stayed in touch with each other over the last six months, and I've prayed for him every day since then, and will continue to do so. I can tell you that meeting Joe has been life-changing for me. It reminds me of Jesus' saying, What you have done for the least of them, you have done for me. As I said, I don't want to pat myself on the back, but now I do want to pat Joe on the back for what he has accomplished and what he's getting ready to do. He reached out to me via text recently and said he would like to hike half of the Appalachian Trail from Virginia to Maine, which is a little over a 1,000 miles. And he wanted to do that to raise money for a cause that I might be interested in. I was very humbled when he asked me that. He has committed to hiking the Appalachian Trail from, I think, Daleville, Virginia, to the end of the trail in the state of Maine. And like I said, it's a little over a 1,000 miles. This is in the initial planning stages, but it's moving rapidly towards reality. 
Here's how it'll work. The donations will be made to our church, St. Paul's Lutheran, and 100% of the donations will be given to Transitions Homeless Center here in Columbia. And for those of you not familiar with Transitions, their clients receive services to help them stabilize their lives, increase their income, and ultimately secure permanent housing. And I think Joe wants to call his fundraising efforts Hiking for the Homeless. And you know, it's really interesting because what Transitions does for their clients, Joe has seen happen in his life over the last six months. His life has been stabilized. He's begun working to increase his income and hopefully soon will have his own permanent housing. He's a really talented guy and his expertise ranges from making custom birdhouses to complete kitchen renovations. You know, I can remember that day I met Joe like it was yesterday. Another key important ingredient in this story is the fact that I saw a blue paperback Bible on the ground behind the shopping center on my first lap around the property. I picked it up off the ground and placed it up on something behind the store. My next lap around the property is when I saw Joe and asked him if I could sit down and chat with him. During our conversation, I asked him if he knew anything about that Bible I had found, and he said yes, it was his. He said he'd actually read it all the way through several times. You know, I can't help but think that with the help of the Holy Spirit activating God's Word, Joe is living proof that you can learn, love, and live God's Word. Thank you, Joe, for being willing to do this fundraising effort, and thanks be to God for introducing me to Joe. And thank each and every one of you that have been praying for Joe and supporting him. I will update you on the exact start date, but it could be in the next couple of weeks. In the meantime, if you will, I, I ask you all to continue praying for Joe and ask that God will be protecting and guiding him on his journey. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father and most merciful God, thank you for equipping us for your service. And let us be ever mindful of the needs of others and help us to do something about it. We ask this in Christ's name. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Now go in peace. Serve the Lord.